last time on Faith's Rest. What did we do, guys? We done goofed up. Uh, <laughs> we had tavern antics, and we figured out we were all over the spectrum for how we eat, uh, as well as we turned the children back wherever they should be. Well, we turned most of the children back wherever they should be. We have one that's a little bit... Um, he's He's here. Are we about to adopt a party member? We're only like a few episodes in. Oh man, <laughs> I Zug. I was say Zug did have some flack thrown at him when he wasn't there. Um, he was allegedly kicked out. I mean, let me rephrase that: allegedly. Uh, but no, <laughs> uh, he took Faith and uh, the 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 boy back to the tavern, and we turned them in and got a reward he had food and had rooms ready for when you'll be and Callie came back Spe and yes allegedly kicked out <laughs> uh yeah and you'll be and Callie went to the church and we uh well they're kind of they already know what to do with a whole bunch of orphan girls that we suddenly found somewhere so we'll, we'll just be taken care of there and we got a reward from the baker lady through the church yeah Oh, we wanted to talk to the baker lady again because these two big brains wanted to know if these were created from three other possibly missing children? Question mark? Concerned? Yes. <laughs> uh, and then we were also suggested to talk, talk to the Architects Guild. So that might be a uh, thing that we do today. Archaeology. Sorry, Archaeology Guild. So yeah, lots of adventures to be had in town. I, That's a big difference. <laughs> <laughs> I, let's go see the big brains <laughs> I do have one question for our lovely DM what is the tiefling child's name the boy that we keep calling the boy <laughs> I was, I'm Lyle. glad someone finally asked Lyle oh yes. okay Lyle we just keep uh, calling, just him, calling the him the boy and <laughs> uh I'm calling him the boy because I have about a goldfish's memory capacity for names so he's going to be the boy forever See, I just continued because I just felt like that was a good thing to do. <laughs> and it's Even not because of God I, of War. Avon knew it. <laughs> it's not because of God of War. It's not because of God of War. I will say that right now. <laughs> Lyle. Okay. So let's get right into it. Uh, the next morning, it's maybe four or five hours after, after y'all went to bed. And uh, the next morning, uh, everyone uh, gets up to meet in the... Uh, common area of the tavern in the in the bar area, and uh, Lyle is not there. You know, four to five hours is not a long rest. I'm not liking this. It is. It is. It is for now. <laughs> be simply because of the fact y'all were out all night rescuing children, and I'm rewarding you. <laughs> okay. This is, uh, math doesn't really quite work there, but okay. <laughs> I mean, you can let Sleeping Beauties sleep in. They need their beauty rest, you know. Yolby can because, just hang out with her. Is it because he's an or is it because he's an orc. Yeah. He needs beauty rest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How do you think he keeps those tusks so nice? <laughs> they gotta be sharp and pointy somehow. Such a clear complexion. <laughs> so yeah, once everybody's downstairs, uh, no matter how long it takes each person to get down there, uh, breakfast is ready for everyone, and uh, after after a bit. Of waiting and waiting, uh, the the boy Lyle, the tiefling boy, he never comes down. It's, it's like he he's, he just didn't come downstairs. Well, I suppose he settled in. 
I'm surprised I'm not being told to go investigate. It'll be shrugs. Like, don't young children sleep a lot at this age? After after a little bit uh, of time, uh, Faith comes over with a platter and drinks for everybody. And uh, there's some juices and waters. There's a couple of breakfast meads. It's whatever assortment of drinks they thought y'all might like and they just set them sets the platter on the table i was like did y'all have a have a good good night's rest uh yes i did thank you uh yes i slept and it was great i guess <laughs> and he'll be just gonna go and eat her food because that's more interesting than having this <laughs> awkward morning talk definitely was a decent enough sleep uh wasn't the best northern face but what can you do in a city yeah, that's... I don't know what to tell you. We're kind of in the center of town. Well, anyway, if North did have a face, what would it be? And imagine an old man with a, a large white beard and a big round belly. Well, can't account for taste. Mm-hmm. I'd like to think Yulby's breakfast consists of bread, cheese, and a meat. Probably just like a ham steak or something. Just a little piece of meat yep. breakfast sandwich. <laughs> Deconstructed breakfast sandwich. Yep. The fun is constructing it. Faith, did you have you seen that uh, your your guest yet this morning, Lyle? She kind of looks at looks at Callie, kind of like uh, confused. Is what guest? Y'all were the only three to stay at the inn last night. The child that you invited. Do not recall. No, it was a little blue tiefling boy. I would definitely remember that. That's pretty unique. But no, I have. I do not. I have no idea who you're talking about. Yulby yep. has one hand to her head. Like, did I hit my head hard enough? What happened? I, I've, I vote to leave this city. Cal- I don't like when random things are there, but then not there in the morning. You came to this city already understanding that people were disappearing. Are you saying that another disappearance worries you? Another disappearance when the person who invited the disappeared is the one who doesn't remember the disappeared. That is what worries me. Callie will excuse herself and go up to the room where she uh, dropped off the kid last night. Yobi's just feeling her head at this point for any bumps. <laughs> Yobi, I love Sure, you. Callie. Uh, go ahead and... Uh, as you get close to the room, I need a perception check on hearing. Alright, here goes. I'm gonna use my my other dice, because my the five from earlier hurt. <sighs> that's another five on the dice. That's a seven. I'm pretty sure five is Callie's favorite number. <laughs> <laughs> it's her lucky number. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so as, as she gets uh, closer to the door, she actually doesn't hear anything uh, coming from the room. It's it's not odd or anything, because it's kind of morning, so uh, she's probably assuming the person's asleep, but uh, for a tavern that's starting to get busy for its morning rush, it to be that quiet, it's... It's unsettling. Not really odd, but unsettling that it's that quiet up there. Just gonna go to the room and try to open it. When she looks inside, it's as if no one had ever even been in the room. Just a clean, uh, empty room ready for a uh, tavern tavern patron. She's just gonna take a look around the room. Give me an investigation check. Investigation. (sighs) Oh no. You'll you'll never guess what number the die had. It is a five, so that's a six total. (laughs) <laughs> she this tired or something? This, this is why you don't s- sleep four to five hours. <laughs> Learned that lesson in my twenties. 
<laughs> As she investigates the room, uh, doesn't really turn off anything any, anything off-putting. It's just as if no one had ever been in this room. Nothing's been moved. Uh, it's it's like it's been sitting empty for days. Okay, just gonna make my way back down the stairs and uh, shake her head a little bit at the other two. Just uh, there isn't any sign of him ever having been upstairs. So. Yep. I want out of the city. Well, no one's keeping you. I thought you wanted to see the big brains at the guild. I guess that's keeping me, technically. Need to find out what's going on with these stones and this cult. See if there's any extra things we need to look out for. Also, I think the tiefling from last night was a little too young to be a cultist, so not sure what's going on there. He was real, right? I do remember him, yes. Yes, one shared hallucination, so I'm assuming you were not hit on the head hard enough. Okay. not spread to us. That's uh, what I was thinking. Hey, DM. Yes? I know that Lyle was friend. Was Lyle the one that was friends with Twig Boy? Yes, he was. Is is creating illusionary kids that then fade from memories a thing that Faye have done? Like, is this a, is this a common occurrence? I tell you what. Give, as, as Callie, knowing what she knows, give me a... History check. Hey, it's not a five this time. It's a seven. So that's an eight. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. As far as Callie remembers from any dealing she's ever had with Faye, they've never been capable of doing this. All right. Um, Nobody knows a little bit about Faye. Give me a history check. God. Watch you'll be real higher than Callie on the nope. intelligence based check. <laughs> No, she rolled a two, but she has a minus two modifier, so that's a zero. She knows nothing. (laughs) Or she thinks she knows something. Oh my gosh. You know what? She's going to think she knows something and just be like, "Mm, it's on the tip of my tongue. But I got you nothing. It's not my job. It's one of those things. It's one of those things that she's thinking about information she knows about Faye and then it slowly degrades into talking about someone she knows that's named Faye. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, nope, that sounds about right. This is the best. Big brain moments between the two ladies. (laughs) I feel like Zug has to try. Go for it. I didn't have any hopes for that to work at all for Yobi. Just like, yeah, I know she has the negative two modifiers. That's scary to have this. Well, it's telling me advantage. My first roll is a 19. Um, my second roll is not a 20. So that is a 24. A 24. Just like what Callie remembers, it's not a single forest fae that is strong enough to create an illusion like that. Especially one that can go outside of its domain. But there are fae that are powerful enough to create illusions. To create almost it's almost as if to um, create false realities or false histories of things that can fade you know I have a big brain moment you'll be noticed that there was some sort of celestial beings in the room I think two but she couldn't place where but no that child was upstairs she wouldn't have known that he wouldn't have been down there never mind it is no longer a big brain it's a you'll be brain now. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so I think the sucks. Gonna sit back a little bit, thinking about it. Did you know how someone just disappeared and kind of 
Oh. It would seem like a trick of the Fae to use an illusion to trick us to further their goals. That's too much effort. <laughs> the Fae are all about extravagant effort and gestures. I'd rather go do something about our other problems than think about this any longer. <laughs> That's fair. I just don't like being influenced by the Fae. And he kind of sh visually shivers slightly. Kelly will, like, raise an eyebrow at this and just... Oh, they're usually just playful. There's no reason to be so upset about it. But they're breaking our heads! And it's not even an axe to it! Yes. There wasn't Playing any harm. With one's mind is definitely not an acceptable trick or game. Ugh. Hmm. Tell me, uh, Zug, how do you feel about um, magic users that can use enchantment magics? I mean, it depends on how they are using it. If we're talking about making something fear to run away, that's one thing. If you're talking about taking over somebody else or anything of that regard, then that's entirely not okay. And what if this fae was just creating a false reality to try to protect those children? That that boy, he did say that he volunteered, didn't he? He was trying to help them? I, I would not argue that it was a, it was for a good purpose, but it still is wrong to mess with someone else's head. Well, when you have a few other abilities uh, at your disposal... I wouldn't fault them for trying. Either way, no harm came of it, so we can move along. Yobi will take this opportunity to jump out from her chair, swing her axe over her shoulder, look at the other two, and be like, Alright, let's go! Can I at least finish my water? <laughs> How long does it take you to sip out of water? It just goes in and it comes out just as fast. Let's go, let's go, let's go! Purposely sips water slowly. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, okay. After getting some base directions as to where you need to go for the archaeologist guild, uh, you have a choice. You can either go there first, or you can go talk to the old woman who runs the bakery. My vote is to not go to the bakery and get more food after we just ate. Yeah, let's save that for after we talk to the big brains and then get some treats. Alright. You're making your way through this town. It's kind of urban-esque. It's a little bit from what the towns that the, that all of you have been in through the villages and the different uh, smaller towns that all you've been in through your travels. This one's a little bit more modernized. It's still not very advanced in like uh, the technology you physically see, but the buildings are mortar and plaster instead of stone and uh, brick. They're... Uh, they, the roads are actually paved, but they don't have um, they don't they don't have carts or anything. It's just like horses and it's because they have an architect skilled. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. I just saw a chance to return the joke from earlier. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely building up, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> There's magic-powered street lamps and all kinds of stuff as you get closer and closer to the uh, the downtown area. And I put air quotes around downtown because it's not 
anywhere close to being downtown, but that's where everybody, anytime you ask for directions, that's what they call it. So what you're saying the is downtown area. we're making our way downtown. Walking fast. Yes. <laughs> I'm not good with that. Off the top of my head, I'm sorry. I have you all. <laughs> Faces fast and we're homebound. Anyway, I don't know how much I can actually do that without um, copyright, so I'm just going to stop. About that, eight that's seconds. About, <laughs> yep, that's about what you got. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so in the center of uh, uh, a large square, there are three... They're not really like super massive guild buildings that you would imagine like from fairy tale or anything. They're smaller on the smaller side. Guildings. Mm-hmm. Did I say guildings? No, you said guild buildings. Oh. I'm just Okay. I'm sorry. This is what happens when they're you guildings cuz they're small. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't have an architect guild, you get small guild buildings. And... <laughs> guildings. <laughs> Each <laughs> each of these buildings is drastically different in the way it's decorated on the outside. Mm-hmm. There's one that's uh, it's it's it looks like it's just a bunch of gemstones that just been protruded up out of the ground and uh, formed into like this makeshift building with just a doorway. You don't see any windows or anything on this building. It's just like three gemstones into like this TP form and mm-hmm. it forms a doorway. All I have to say about that building is that thing's got to be hell to look at when it's sunny out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, and the, there's there's another one that it's it's like an old uh, an old branch style cottage type feel to it. It's got like a little windmill on the top of a little of a of a tall steeple thing and uh, almost like a farmhouse uh, kind of aesthetic. It's got. Uh-huh. And then there's one that has it's it almost looks like a government building. It's got four stone uh, pillars up in the front, and it's built up. Uh, kind of looks like what's that building called? The the, the Pantheon. Kind of mm-hmm. looks like that, but really really tiny. And it sits off over to the one side of the the square. That one. That one. My knowledge happen. always says it's either the most boring building or the one with the pillars is the archaeologist. Or it's historians. <laughs> Just, it's like, who, who hurt you? Did you, like, date an archaeologist that broke up with you or something? Like, what is, what is happening here? <laughs> it's like, used to be an archaeologist once. <laughs> before you took an arrow to the knee. Uh. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> or is this going to be one of those things where we each have to pick a building and hope for the best? <laughs> well, I tell you what. I know I'm standing there looking at these three buildings. Give me a perception check, all three of you. <laughs> and it's we'll daytime. This out with numbers. Yes, the sun's it is out. daytime. And, and you're standing next to a gemstone building with the sun out. Oof. Oh, hey, I got a nat twenty this time. I love that this is. It the doesn't nat 20. matter what I roll. I got a nat one. So even if I roll again for my disadvantage, it's going to be a five. I, I feel like okay. the uh, sun glints off that gemstone building right into your eyes, and you're just miserable. Yep, she just covers her head, her face with her hands, like too bright. I hate it. It's okay, my dice has betrayed me. <laughs> What'd you roll? A nat one, so a three. Oof. Oh, so uh, I feel as if a zug is awestruck by the this weird gemstone building and is trying to figure out how they built it. And, uh, no, awestruck <laughs> is not the right word. <laughs> awestruck? This is like the godiest thing maybe? he's ever seen in his life. <laughs> and uh, They're definitely yeah. compensating for something in that building. <laughs> <laughs> he 
Yobi's just blinded. She's got her shield covering her face. She's like, I don't want to see it. You might even say she's blinded by the light. Anyway. Yep. How many song references can we make this episode? (laughs) (laughs) Callie's just looking around. Oh, well, this building's that. This building's that. (laughs) I like that we got two nat ones and a nat 20. Like, what are the odds, really? Don't tell me. I don't actually want to. I don't want to know either. (laughs) It's because the dice have been hating you. So they decided to reward you this time. <laughs> My dice are like, oh, it's not a, it's not a smart boy thing. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Callie will notice that uh, each of these buildings has a sign. Each one is written in a different language. Does anyone speak? Well, does Callie speak gnomish, abyssal, or primordial? Nope. Those are the those are the languages the three signs are in. That's a nope. On uh, <laughs> Yobi's end, so if you ask her, she'll be like, I don't know. This seems to be the most inefficient s- system for labeling buildings I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> Did, do you know any of what they might be, like language wise? Let me tell you which building, let me tell you which sign goes where. The Gnomish building goes on the gemstone. The abyssal is on the farm style, and then the primordial is on the governmental style. I just have to say, I told you they were compensating for something with all those gemstones. (laughs) 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 It's because they're so short. Um, Uh, Can I possibly recognize, like, the language at all? Like, not read it, but, like, recognize what language it is? Like oh yeah, you'll definitely know. You'll definitely know. Like the uh, just with your basic intelligence, you'll know that it's these are these what these languages are. You see them all the time. You still know how to read them. Yeah. Um, see abyssal all the time. What kind of circles do you run around in? You don't know. You don't know her life. Yeah, you know characters for tiefling, but it shows up in like abyssal order, so you don't know exactly. Yeah, I think I think they're the same script. Um. Zug can read Abyssal, by the way. Um, I have that one. Yeah. I don't have the rest. So she was about to like kind of squint at the signs that she sees and just, I think, uh, I don't understand why they can't just label things in common, but um, that seems to be primordial or some dialect of it at least. Uh, and that, I, w- I would guess Gnomish. Um, and then that one over there is definitely Abyssal, but I don't, I can't read any of those. Yeah, he would walk to the abyssal one because that's the only one he has. And you know, these the smart type like to use their skills with different languages. That's why they do it. It seems pointless. What's the abyssal building? And is there uh, any pictures on signs? This is what you'll pictures on signs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like when you have an (laughs) inn, there might be like a. They're in. They're in draconic. This, this is this is awesome. I tell you what. Give me an investigation check for that. <laughs> oh, God. She's physically looking for pictures. She's like, I don't... <laughs> Twelve. They're hieroglyphics. <laughs> but the Abyssal, the Abyssal will read uh, Farmer's Guild. Why the hell are farmers <laughs> using Abyssal for their language of <laughs> trade? <laughs> Why? <laughs> I, uh, 
that gives both me and Zuck a pause. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? What does a pistol have to do with throwing things? <laughs> you see, it's secretly, it's secretly the front for a mob, and this is how they gatekeep and keep other people out. <laughs> oh, good God. <laughs> What? <laughs> yeah, we're farmers, so we speak in a, the language of the abyss. <laughs> 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 okay, I got a 12 for that roll for the hieroglyphics. <laughs> Where's the, what's those pictures like? Alright, so as she's looking around looking for uh, these, these pictures, these... Um, Maybe any kind of pictures to identify what they are. Um, the uh, she'll notice like carved into uh, a couple of plaques near the doors of these buildings. There are little. It's 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 almost as if it's just a scratch outline of a of a of a picture. Mm -hmm. And the uh, the far the abyssal one with the abyssal on it has this little windmill on the front of it, with a sword crossed in front of it. Then. Uh, the uh, the governmental building will have a book, <laughs> and the gemstone building, it, it, and this this placard on the gemstone building looks really out of place. It's the only thing wood on the entire building, and it actually has an eye on it, like an eyeball or the letter yeah, I. Yeah, like an eyeball, like okay. an eyeball. Just still caught up in the idea that farmers need to regularly speak with like lower demons, you know, just <laughs> average hey, daily life. There's a sword and a windmill so on their plaque. <laughs> a sword. I could have seen like Sylvan, but like a missile <laughs> just threw me for a loop. That thing is gonna throw for us everything. for a loop for the entire episode. <laughs> I want to join that guild. <laughs> they seem like they're cool with their languages. <laughs> Secretly, there's a naming guild that purposely changes the languages of all the guilds all the time. <laughs> they they have this little uh, little double wide on the on the outskirts of the city, and they just do that because they're mad because everybody else has nice buildings. Okay. You'll be able to look at the other two and be like, I don't know which one's what, but that one's got an eyeball and that one's got a book, and I know those are both symbols for the smarter people that one eyeballs are more magic-y right or is that books or is that both Ta technically uh. both uh. <laughs> I still vote pillars let's let's go there first and see what we can find just like shaking your head just a little bit at you'll be <laughs> We spent most of the time on this episode trying to figure out what <laughs> building to go to. <laughs> You've cracked my puzzle. <laughs> it's not my fault. They decided to write their farmer's guild sign in a pistol. They're broken. I'm gonna walk to the building with the pillars. Yeah, definitely go to the pillar building. Uh, As you enter this pillar building, and the door just kind of swings open freely, it's not like they try to keep people out or anything. And um, you'll 
walk in and it's just rows and rows and rows of books upon book and, and from the outside this building looks small not much bigger than a storefront but when you walk inside it's almost like miles and miles of books that you can see so we walked into warehouse 13 mm. kind of yeah i love that show <laughs> that's a, that's a real far reach back not really that's fair. <laughs> I would like to find the front desk. So not far from the front door there, there's off to one side there is a um, it, it looks like a warforged. For what y'all would know is a warforged and it's a um, he's he's got this uh, large uh, black cloak like jacket on and it's got gold trim all the way around it. And he's just kind of uh, sitting there, uh, stamping books as he goes. You'll be able to march up to the desk. Pretty happy and proud and tall. Be like, excuse me. And uh, he looks up from, from his task. He's still doing the task, like, almost autonomously, like, without mm-hmm. even looking at it. And uh, he says, yes, welcome to the Archivist Guild. How can I help you? She looks at the other two. Archivist is different than archaeologists. Yes, generally they are different. Um, You need to take whoever writes the signs for your buildings and fire them immediately. Oh, that's the that's the architects guild. They they like to play pranks. She'll just turn and leave. Which which building is the? The one that's not, the one they said. The you're you're looking for the archaeologist guild. Yes. That's the that's the stone building across the way there. Oh, the big the bright shiny thing. Yes. Ugh. I would have expected that to be the miners guild. No, they're they're not represented in this town. No. I'm about to say, if you tell me here. they're in the giant stone <laughs> pillar on the outside of town, I might punch <laughs> Of course, miners aren't represented in this town. The bunch of kids went missing and no one cared. <laughs> 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 no! Oh, God. You'll be able yeah. to look at the Warforge friend and be like, thank you. Have a good rest of your day, and then march right back out and go to across the street to the other place. Yeah, Kelly was already on her way there because it was the only other building. <laughs> I think Yulby will yell across the square to Kelly, like, "Confirmed, it's the big, bright, shiny one." <laughs> Just like waves a little bit, <laughs> like as a thank you without turning around. Like, like the I don't know, I don't know this person wave. <laughs> no, no, just like a, to acknowledge that she heard, basically. <laughs> so yeah, into the other building. <laughs> so when you walk into this uh, this this doorway that's been formed with these gemstones, there's actually a, la- a staircase heading down. And as you go down further and further, it gets darker and darker. At the very end of the staircase, there is a lone torch, but instead of burning the, an orange flame like normal, it is purple. I have a question. Was there yes. a rail down the stairs? No. <laughs> <sighs> okay. 
It's like, I know what you want to do. No. Oh, sure. So the Architects Guild can change all the signs, but they can't put rails on their staircases. I see. Man, the OSHA Guild must be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> the Architects Guild owns them. It's fine. You know what I could do? What are the stairs made out of? Uh, stone. I got a shield. Oh, no. <laughs> The sound of scratching Stare metal surfing. on stone. I almost spit up my water. <laughs> <laughs> if he's not going like, to give me a rail the down the stairs, I will get <laughs> my shield and go down the stairs. Someone is going to die. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm done with stairs. <laughs> you get to the bottom of this staircase, and there's a lone wooden doorway at the end of the, the staircase here, right next to this lit up torch. Not anymore if she went down on her shield. (laughs) (laughs) She crashes in through the the doorway there and um, uh, standing behind a desk all by himself is a gnome. And uh, this gnome uh, he's he looks, even for a gnome he looks very very old and he's uh, he's just slowly flipping through the pages of a book all around him there are uh, bits and baubles that have been pulled out of different ruins and uh, things that just look old in general when you look at this gnome closely he's uh, he's got bright bright purple hair that's starting to fade to white and uh, as as he as he's looking through this book, he looks up. He says, "I hear you've been looking for the archaeologist guild." And he's just continuously looking through this book after he says that. As you'll be screeches across the stone floor. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine her sitting in her shield, and it's just gonna spin around for a hot minute. <laughs> but it's she had a great divot in the floor. <laughs> As, after uh, all the sound from you'll be has faded a little bit. <laughs> Callie's gonna look at this gnome and just who did you hear that from? And the gnome kind of uh, looks all around as the stone told me. Ah, uh, yes, I hit it quite hard on the way down. <laughs> Waiter, I want whatever he's having. <laughs> you could say he's he's stoned. <laughs> no, like because never mind. <laughs> he uh, this gnome he uh, jumps down off the stool he was standing on to flip through this book. He walks over. And, uh, kind of, as you'll be still spitting in her shield, he puts his foot up and stops the shield. Almost effortlessly. This, this tiny little gnome guy just effortlessly stops this paladin in full, full plate armor completely. <laughs> just. Oh, she doesn't have plate yeah. armor. It is chainmail. Chainmail, that's right. Oh, God, so it rattles the whole still, way, too. It's. Still stops it stops her effortless. It's like a cacophony of noise coming down those stairs. <laughs> Clinkity clink. <laughs> and as 
as the noise stops and calms, he says, What is it I can help you with? He stands there with his hands behind his back, just waiting patiently. Motions to the two big birds. Would you happen to know of any way that sparkstones can be created from latent bloodlines? Sparkstones. Sparkstones can only be created in one of three ways. And he begins to walk, uh, motioning for for the group to follow. And uh, he kind of, uh, as as he walks towards the door, he kind of waves his hand, and the door fixes itself. And then he opens it, and it opens into a different hallway. The stair where uh, there's no longer stairs there. He says, "Follow me, follow me, and we'll go over." What I know of Sparkstones, what we have found on Sparkstones. Man, all this TARDIS bullshit. <laughs> Callie looks a little uncomfortable and just. Where is it you're leading us? To. to the study. To the. Uh, where all of the notes and logs are kept. Like, kind of glances around the room that no longer has a way out. Seems distinctly uncomfortable. Yobi will strap her shield on her arm and then stand up, or sorry, stand up shield, and then wrap an arm around uh, Callie like, yeah, it's all going to be good. This is definitely not fire safe, and he's going to, I guess, walk. <laughs> you just send OSHA to this building right away. Man's <laughs> <laughs> like, what is OSHA? Fantasy OSHA. <laughs> And uh, he he walks for a bit, and he starts well, and he starts talking. Well, he's using his hands to like uh, explain as he does and make shapes and stuff with his hands. It's like spark stones can be formed in one of three different ways. Uh, it's condensed when when magic is condensed. It could be fey magic, it could be divine magic, or it could be celestial magic. When any of that is condensed into one area. It seems to form uh, just a, a standing stone. It doesn't doesn't form anything significant or uh, uh, what I guess the word is uh, uh, a multitude or whatever. This is it forms one stone that is focused solely on the type of magic that that particular. Uh, whatever that particular magic was that condensed it. So, my question, I guess I should uh, extrapolate more. Do you know of a way that someone could create multiple stones at a given time? Hmm. Well, there was a story back from before Calamity that... It tells of those who are, they had to collect the blood of those who are divine touched. Now it does, there's, the, it never says anywhere how it was collected or if it ever succeeded. It's just a story. He stops at a door. All of our notes on anything related to magic or spark stones or magic items are going to be in here. Callie will follow a little unsure she she dislikes all of this you said the blood of the divine uh, 
And divine magic or celestial magic was one of the um, types of magic that could be used to make a spark stone. What about if you were to collect um, the blood of, say, those who had a uh, fae uh, in, in their blood? In theory, that would be possible. Uh, you would need a significant amount of it because fey magic isn't as strong as divine magic but there is another way that these stones are formed uh, there's there's a ritual brings forth it it brings forth latent what's what is it that he was researching he, he goes and starts flipping through these books and is digging through uh, looking for a specific book and he uh, says, there is a book somewhere in here that has the information we need. And the author was a guildmaster before me and has everything we know about this other ritual. Could y'all help me look? Sure. I'm still frantically looking through everything. Callie gives him a very judgmental look. Do we have a name or anything to look for? Uh, uh, look for a red wonderful yes usually when I store important items I also label them just by color and nothing else <laughs> is there a, a, a name for the book like, is there a picture what will be just stares at the shelves like <laughs> like I said a very judgmental look <laughs> I kind of just like to start imagining you'll be just looking at the bookcases and just start pulling out all the red books. Maybe eventually picks out one book that's kind of like a purplish red. <laughs> like, that looks about right. <laughs> and then, like, start picking up some random purple ones too, because they kind of look red. <laughs> Maybe some orange yeah. ones on the other end of the spectrum. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, i tell you what, make it easier orange. on everybody. Everyone roll an investigation check as they look for this book. <laughs> That's a nat 20, so 18. <laughs> yeah, the whole time, Callie is just hard judging this dude. She's like, oh yeah, there's this super important book made by the last guildmaster. Eh, it's in here somewhere and I think it's red, whatever. Yep, I still think Yulby's just going to pull out all the red books and a few purple books, a few orange books, because they kind of look red. It's hard to distinguish. <laughs> It's too low of a lighting. Yeah, she has a 14, and she's gonna go through all of the books that Yulby is pulling out and sort them between red, orange, and purple. <laughs> <laughs> sort them in varying degrees of red. Uh -huh. Just the entire time, giving that guy the same very judgmental look. <laughs> Find all the red books. She'll be the most proud when she finds a book that's uh, red rose red as well as blood scarlet red <laughs> she was like hi ah, yes I found the most red of books the best kind the best red <laughs> I win I win this arbitrary game that wasn't the thing you could win but I won <laughs> All of I made it into really a game now puzzle. All of you collectively find a bunch of red books, but you'll oh, be will, <laughs> you'll be will notice that uh, in the in this this old gnome's front pocket, there is a uh, a red book that is trimmed with gold trim, sticking out of his front pocket. Seriously? I was gonna say Zug rolled a twenty-one. 
And then the tangent went off. <laughs> I imagine. Zeb will also notice this book. <laughs> I imagine you'll be just balancing some books in her hands and on her head. Look over. Be like, you got a book in your pocket. The old gnome pulls the book out. It's like, is this uh, like one of the moments where you have the glasses on your head and you don't know where they are and it's right there in your pocket? I mean... Well, at least it's not another thing in his pocket. He pulls this pulls this red book out of his pocket. It's like this little, little tiny notebook, like thing, and he says, "Where are my glasses?" And he pats his pockets and pulls out some glasses and puts them on. Oh yes, this is the book. <laughs> Callie will drop a stack of books like on the floor and give him a very flat look. <laughs> yes, yes, you can leave those there. That's fine. They start slipping through the book. That's fine. The intern will put him away. She, she's over here like, if I could leave right now, I would, but I don't know my way out because you tricked me. <clears throat> I would like to think, while we wait for this guy to read whatever big brain books that he's got in his little tiny pocket, you'll be able to start stacking the books. You know how you do, like, playing cards? Cows <laughs> 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 of cards out of books? Yeah. <laughs> Man, they gathered all the red books out. Is it... <laughs> so so here's what I need do? for that. I need a dexterity check for that. Oh, just straight up dex? Just straight up dex. Oh, I almost picture you. if if Yulby's <gasps> trying to make a book house. Yes! Jeez. <laughs> That's a dirty like... 20. <laughs> so in the... In the 30 seconds that this guy is slipping through this book, Yulby builds this, with all the red books and red-hued books that they found, builds this massive, almost uh, almost ridiculously architectural, uh, architecturally impressive uh, uh, temple. She is the Just out of books. I, I, was, I was thinking, like, the ring fort because of the, the whole military guard side of it. It's like a fort of books. <laughs> She'll look at the other two, like, present it very proudly, like, look, Archivist Guild. <laughs> yes, I did mean to say the wrong thing. <laughs> you should definitely be part of the Architects Guild, I think. Callie will just, like, give, like, a single proud nod. <laughs> so I'm gonna look over at Callie. At least she won't change the signs. <laughs> Considering our friend, I think she'd make sure that all the signs had more um, descriptive pictures, so might even be better than writing it in a language. This this gnome finally flips through, and he says, Oh, yes, here it is. And he sets the book down to where everybody can look at it if they want on the desk in front of him. Or technically, it's a pile of books, actually. Not really a desk. Before we try to all read this book at one time, is it in a language we can read? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to say, yeah, yeah, it's in a language you can read. It's in uh, common. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the old guildmaster was very meticulous in his notes, but when going through some ruins in the northern part of the province, he came across a text that referred to this ritual here. The summoning of fey spirits. There are certain people who can talk to the fae you need their blood to summon a fae spirit and when a fae spirit is summoned from the other plane 
creates a, a magic influx and causes these clear these these clear blank spark stones to to form when you say the blood of somebody who can speak to these fae uh i'm assuming you don't mean just like a drop mm, just just and he just kind of takes his hand one hand and uh rubs it across the other one just just a, a cut just a, enough to fill the bottom of a cup so with the blood of the fae and you summon a fae would it be a fae would it be a fae powerful enough to create a reality to trick others depends on how powerful the connection to the fae the 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 blood has so what if these people the people they used to do this ritual were marked as fae touched from the calamity somewhere in the past those are the ones with the the yellow eyes correct yes they that could possibly be close enough to summon a powerful fae that could alter yes that i i haven't seen any proof in any of the ruins i've been in over the over the centuries but there is a possibility of that being possible this fae may encourage would they encourage this creation of magics or would they want it to be gone well i haven't had very many dealings with fae in my lifetime from what i have studied and what i have uh, read they tend to be indifferent of pretty much anything so they wouldn't they wouldn't care one way or the other it just a state of being in general to them is more than what they had before because they were i guess they're now corporeal is the correct word for that when summoned so they're no longer locked to that plane but if they're summoned and they're gaining power they might want to keep it that may depend on the fae because i'm now not not for you sir uh but callie and you'll be i'm almost wondering if we didn't actually rescue anyone or we just rescued the ones the fae wanted us to rescue we could always go back and check yep make sure we didn't hit our heads and leave our bodies behind <laughs> while you'll be standing over her uh book tower placing some yellow books to add decorative elements to it <laughs> this this gnome kind of uh he looks up puts his hands down in front of him and he looks up he says what is this uh, interest you have in spark stones people don't normally come here asking of such things we stumbled upon a ritual where we're fairly certain um that was the intent they were attempting to make them or summon them or however else you come by them we walked in on the ritual that was described in the journal or one very similar to such that does not bode well summoning fey while may not seem all that bad at first 
they tend to their magic in general tends to mess with the balance of the world and fair fickle that is a opinion i guess i i don't know if you're quite the person to ask but you wouldn't happen to have any means by which one could track Faye, would you? No. Uh, we we don't normally deal with living creatures. Well, no, of course not. But it's not as though you uh, discovered anything about this ritual from anyone alive. You, you found a tome somewhere, hidden somewhere. I just uh, thought it was worth an ask. You could always look through our artifacts and see if there's anything that stands out. Right, which one would I be looking for? The yellow one, perhaps? <laughs> and without and without realizing that she's being condescending, he's like, I do not know what color it would be, as I don't know what a lot of these artifacts do yet. She just sighs a little bit as her uh, condescending tone just goes entirely over his head. Because <laughs> he's a gnome. because he's not tall yeah. enough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you got my joke. <laughs> I do have a question, DM. Yes. Um, Faye are kind of part of the celestial thing, right? So, uh, in, this, in this world, the Fae would be um, a lesser celestial. Essentially, they are uh, they 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 can manifest in this plane for a limited amount of times and uh, at weaker in weaker forms, mm-hmm. like the little stick man that y'all ran into. Yeah. But if they're fully summoned to this world, they're immensely powerful. They honestly would be on par with a demigod or a lesser god. Okay, because I was wondering. In the divine sense, because you can sense the location of any celestial fiend or undead at 60 feet, if they kind of, like, fell in the category. They do. Okay. Because hearing Callie, you'll be with Pop-Up, like, oh, I can kind of sense the magics of that. But it's very limited. Didn't you sense something previously? I remember you looking around and saying there were, um, what, god creatures was the word? I believe so. Don't know what it was. Didn't see anything. Nothing made sense. Well, fey aren't often easy to see unless they want to be seen, in my experience. Does a squint? (laughs) What business do you have with the fey? That kind of squint? Oh, well, if we need to go find a yellow thing to find more fey things, then we should go find the thing. Finishing touch of a green book on top of the entire tower. The gnome, the gnome looks at the tower of books. That's... I don't think I can reach that. <laughs> you should uh, <laughs> eat more food and grow taller. <laughs> You'll be said very proudly. <laughs> You're still young. Look at you. So small. Yobi. <laughs> like a kid. She's like, oh yeah, that's a kid. Looks kind of old so, for a kid, but that's a kid. <laughs> uh, if he doesn't have more help for us, we should probably get out of his hair. I would happily, but... um, well, We have to find the yellow thing. <laughs> First, 
Yes, you said we could look through the artifacts, and secondly, uh, the door that led to the exit also led to this room, so if you'd like to lead the way, Zug, by all means. <laughs> well, we would ask him to let us out, but we should probably, uh, if you mentioned looking at the artifacts first, we can check there, see if anything is helpful. I doubt they'd let us take anything out. So... Overhearing the conversation, this uh, this this gnome is like, "Y'all want to leave? I can, I can take you back to the to the main the main staircase. That's not a problem." But I thought you wanted to look at the artifacts, as if he hasn't been paying only he's only been paying half attention to what they're saying. I don't suppose you'd be willing to lend us an artifact, would you? It depends on if it's the right artifact. We lend out artifacts all the time. In fact, the uh, Architects Guild has one that um, uh, helps them shape the buildings. I have a bone to pick with your Architects Guild. I... <laughs> My apologies. I, um, I'm a bit unfamiliar with uh, how guilds work. Uh, I would think that you would need more than just our faces and names to uh, lend some sort of powerful magic item, wouldn't you? It'll return to me when when the time is, when, when, when you no longer need it. This seems to make her uncomfortable as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's go find the yellow thing. What is this yellow thing you keep speaking of? That, that was a joke from our end. You'll be. You'll be looks at them even more confused. Can we find the thing if it's not yellow? Yes. Let's look for this artifact that we could use help find Faye. The gnome nods and uh, he seems to start backtracking back through the hallway that y'all came down and opening that same door again. And it's back into that main room. And this is our uh, our un... what's the word? Unidentified artifact room. This is where y'all... and there's like splinters of board and all over the place from where she crashed into the door earlier. And this is where you might find something if it's here. Do you have any guidance you can provide? The gemstones are not artifacts. And he kind of like looks confused as to the question. It's like, uh, I don't know what these things are either, so... <laughs> she sighs just a little bit. Well, perhaps, but I don't know where you found any of these. So if you found something, let's say, next to some tomes, some research on Faye, that would be helpful. Oh, where we found the things. Yes, there is placards next to each item that tells you where they were located from. Cool. Yobi's just going to go walk around, look at the placards, and see the pictures. See if she gets an idea if anything calls out to her. The three of you currently have three options of rolls right now. You can roll a, a basic uh, investigation. You can roll an arcana. Or you can roll history checks as you look through these items. I'll let you all decide. Well, well, for all three of those, I have the same mod, so... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> me also. Uh, I'll go ahead and roll history, specifically because of Callie's backstory. Maybe she has heard of something or remembers something. I would like to make a case for a different role. What is that? Uh, maybe insight and feeling how... Uh, 
the gods might guide Yulby's hand to somewhere oh, more interesting. I, f I almost forgot. I almost forgot about Yulby being a paladin. Yes, do the insight. I got. I got eleven. Got an eleven. <sighs> Fucking. God. Our characters. I would like to use my DM inspiration that I have stored up. Go for it. Better. You're like, you're like, goddamn stupid gods. I'm gonna try again. I mean, the last thing I've got is my lucky coin. Sat. I think Zug will try the Arcana route to look to me. That's more Fey magic. And what is that's your... a 21. 21. Alright, so each roll, you find, your, each one is strong enough to find something different. Uh, with your your uh, history check there, Callie, she's going to stumble across as she's reading through all these placards and uh, thinking about uh, what she knows of of the different ruins she's like well she's going to come across one that actually comes from her home it's from the ruins where she's from uh, in the area where she's from anyway and it's going to have a uh, it looks like a container that is shaped like a dragon egg she's going to um, be very distracted and uninterested by this and uh, kind of like get knocked off track by it right like kind of forget what she was looking for and instead now picking up this item and looking at it when she op when she looks at it picks it up and looks at it it's a puzzle box cool she's going like i said entirely distracted like the, like flip the switch basically she's gonna start trying to solve this puzzle box and you'll be with your insight check after cursing after cursing the gods for a couple seconds and uh, uh really focusing and trying again uh, you uh, you stumble across. It's almost as if this thing kind of is like it drawing you towards it, mm -hmm. and uh, you you go and pick it up, and it's a uh, it's a mirror, or it looks like it used to be a mirror anyway. It's it's very heavy patina. It's got uh, slight mithril little inlays that are like just barely showing through where they try to clean it up. And the, the glass where the mirror would be actually be is cracked and faded very, very heavily. I think she's going to pick it up and if she's allowed to pick it up, she'll pick it up and like oh, turn yeah. it over in her hand. As you look at this, you can actually see it, it that you, it's almost as if when you look at it, you're looking through it. And it reflects whatever's on the other side of it as uh as it like it like as if it was to pull away all magic around it as if it's like a seeing glass where you can see through magic she's gonna do that squinky eye thing where it's just one eyeball and she's looking through things and kind of like raising it up around the room i guess <laughs> if she looks back towards the door she'll notice that when she looks at the door it's just like this uh a swirling vortex of black on the other side of the door interesting but other than that she doesn't notice anything else if she could put her hand through the, like, walk over to the door and just put her hand through it, like, and also still look through the glass, and just kind of do that back and she forth. She immediately just touches the door. <laughs> 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 and it just shows her hand just sitting in front of this vortex. I think she'll be puzzled with this for the bit. She'll be here doing that. Come back later. Zug. Zug, with your arcana roll. 
you will come across it's it's almost as if it's a uh, a it's like a wand almost it's just it's just a, a very fine piece of wood that has been whittled down and spun out and is uh, very polished for it being in an artifact room and uh, when you when you approach it the gnome says oh yes that it seems to still have a charge but we have no idea what it does when it is used as it has never done anything and the magic that uh, when you since you rolled an arcana the magic you can actually see coming off of this thing is the color of what would be divination magic based on the magic it would be to find something I would guess something to do with maybe maybe to find Faye I don't I don't detect anything for Faye here, but it is divination as far as I can tell. This is the only thing we've uh, come across ourselves, but we can't figure out for the life of us what it what it finds. And it was found, uh, I believe, and he comes over and climbs up on a couple things and uh, looks over at this shelf where it was sitting, pulls, picks up the placard, and he's like, I believe, yes, it was found in the uh, Great War Beast just just north of here or excuse me just south of here what's the significance of a great war beast it's yeah. all right so zug would grab the polished rod <laughs> 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 yes it's where brain was like oh my god and he is gonna say uh trying i guess we're trying to find some fey does this do anything with that kind of input and he's trying to like make it cast just, you know, just trying to see if it you know if so, it's supposed to like respond to something specific and they just haven't tried it when when he says this and I, I physically tries to cast it with this with this rod or wand uh it, the end of it blinks and then stops nothing else happens is he the only one that saw it blink no it blinks uh, uh visually where everyone sees it Yolby would have turned with her magic mirror thing and looked at that because that's the most interesting thing right now in her life. <laughs> this random blinking wand. Well, yeah, but she's also got her little mirror thing to look through to look at that. That's fair. Speaking of most interesting thing in her life, is Kelly able to solve this puzzle box? Uh, give me an intelligence check. Unskilled intelligence. All right. <laughs> Hey, that was 10. She's able to get a couple of the uh, puzzle pieces to click into place, but not enough to open it. I hate to say this, but she's just going to continue to focus on this. I'm sorry I'm being unhelpful, guys. Tunnel vision, I understand. The gnome says, if those items are, are something that may help you, you can take them. It's they are bound to this building so uh, when you are done all you have to say is return and they will return here just in common or anything special oh 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 i'm sorry you have to say it in uh, abyssal how how That's does one say in abyssal and then he just kind of like mutters something under his breath <laughs> nothing legible he says yes yes abyssal <laughs> you'll be just looks distressed <laughs> Zug, would, Zug would put the wand back in like the holder and say it like clearer. 
Alright, so Yulby is looking at this wand with the mirror when he cast when he when he when he gets this thing to cast. Yeah. And uh, when when this light blinks, it, it's almost as if a faint um, wisp comes off the end of this thing when looking through the mirror. Mm-hmm. And it flows as if it's flowing through the door. Oh. I want to chase the ball of light. Opening the door uh, reveals the hallway they were in before. There's the wisp is gone. So I guess yeah, we're gonna take our our artifacts. Uh, Zug will pocket the uh, the well polished wand or well polished rod. <laughs> Kelly is um and I unfortunately just entirely in her own world over here trying to figure out this puzzle and seems to have entirely tuned out everything else. After seeing the door open, and uh, uh, you'll be start to run through it at first, and the gnome will say, "Come back, come back! If y'all are leaving, let me let me switch the door over." Oh, switch it, switch it. He shuts the door and waves his hand, and then reopens the door, and the staircase is revealed again. Yobi's gonna quickly look around for the light. It is there, but it is fading fast. Oh, she gonna run. Goodbye. Runs <laughs> up the stairs to looking through the mirror. Yeah, Zug would, uh, 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 I guess, in, uh, in Infernal to uh, Callie. Well, we got Yulby headed out and leaving, so we might want to get moving. Unless you want to be left down here with the gnome. She she does perk up just a little bit of this. Looks at him kind of confused, and it takes her a few seconds to like, process what's happening, because she'd entirely blocked out the rest of the world. And she'll nod and stand and follow him out carrying this uh, egg-shaped thing with her. And you leave, and that's where we're going to stop. As you walk out the stairs. Oh, Yulby's running. Goodbye, friends. <laughs> <laughs> that's how we'll leave this, as Yulby's running up the stairs really, really fast. Almost Sherlock Holmes in style with the magnifying glass in front of her. <laughs> yep. Hello, hello, beautiful listeners. Once again, you have made it to the end of the episode. It is I, your DM, Tex. Just letting you know, we're glad to have you. We are now across as many different podcatchers as you can seem to find. And anytime you listen to us, go ahead and give us a rating. Let us know how we're doing. Before I go, got a little question. Or more of a topic. Each week, I like to give my friends and stuff a little topic of the week. The topic is... What joke was made in your D&D games that to this day is still referred to? Go ahead and join our Discord or any of our social medias and we'll talk about it. And as always, this is Tex, your DM, signing off.